the convention that has left its bloody mark on the East Coast is finally making its way to the West. The Days of the Dead Horror Convention is making its way to Los Angeles for the very first time. Taking place at the LA Convention Center April 5th, 6th, and the 7th. For further information, go to daysofthedead.com. Horror icons will be present. Horror panels will be planned. Props, merchandise, uh, vendors, the whole shebang. Let your horror free flag fly! Now, with that reminder out of the way, the guys at Nowhere would like to remind you we have a select amount of passes left for the Days of the Dead convention. The passes we have will be for the April 7th day, and on that day will be the House of a Thousand Corpses 10th anniversary reunion. If you want the passes, all you gotta do is answer one question. The question is, which current podcasting icon stars in House of a Thousand Corpses? If you have an answer, drop us a line at facebook.com slash California, or hit our email at nowhere underscore California at yahoo.com. Give us your answer, or just give us a general reason why you want to be there, and the passes are yours. This is Drayden. This is Pilot Theodore Logan, and welcome to Two March and a Chick. Strange things are afoot on this podcast. And this is Holly, and you can check us out on iTunes. Uh, it's a wrestling podcast. At, uh, uh, look for Two Marks and a Chick. Uh, okay. But yeah, that's Two Marks and a Chick, as in the, the number two that I just did in my head. <laughs> So, uh, that's a... Facebook. Facebook. shut up. It's facebook.com slash two marks in a chick. It's the number two as you two shut up. You know what? I have the more important thing to say. We do not sound like that. That is awful. Holy crap. Well, we sound a little bit like that. I just clean my voice up whenever we're online or anything, you know. Uh, with the subject matter that we're going to hit on this episode of Nowhere California, we just want to make sure people know we are not making light of any tragic events that have happened or the circumstances behind recent events from uh, the news. To remind you, basically, that take us with any great assault. We're just here to get this information out and get our thoughts out there. So to remind you what you're listening to right now, basically... The podcast that brought you too hot to be two D. Bill, there's a piece of information I have not revealed to you yet. What's that? They are making a live action Heathcliff movie. Oh, sweet! So live action Cleo. <laughs> oh, I can hear you touching yourself in your mind. Do you think he's gonna get a furry flashlight now that matches her coat? Oh, Heathcliff! Heathcliff! No one should. And on that note, get the music. Hello, this is Mike. This is Nick. I'm Doug. This is Monique. This is Phil. And this is Josh, and I'm kind of worried about the listen count on this one because I think all of our listeners are here, and this is Nowhere California. Yes. Woo! Oh, you guys are probably surprised uh, listening to this that we have so many people sitting in with us on this one. Uh, if anybody's listening because all our listeners are here. Yeah. Yeah, we're... we're, we're... <laughs> We kind of roll ourselves in the corner here. I'll listen to it because I'm that egotistical. I like to hear myself fucking talk. Hey, you're, that. you're a narcissist too? <laughs> yeah. I thought I was the only one. We're a bunch of narcissists here. So, oh, yeah. I actually don't listen at all. I, unfortunately, <laughs> I have no time to listen to this show. I will say this, though. I you try. fuckers are lucky I'm back, and you guys have a lot of groveling to do after what you guys pulled. I'm really well, sorry. We, we did... We did our penance during the video, so... Which is funny, because now there's two other people here, so you're still technically cheating on me with that. No, oh, yeah. It's but now it's a six-way. Yeah, it's, it's a six-way. Oh, yeah, yeah, now it's a party. <laughs> At least there's a girl involved. I think it's <laughs> legitimized that I'm here, because I had to dive out a window for that. 
Yeah, yeah, he did. So. Yeah. That was so, a hell of a dive. How's your knees, by the way? Uh, you know, I, I'm on them frequently. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's how awesome. I don't work California. I feel, <laughs> I feel cheap all of a sudden. Oh, he helped you out the window. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, you were a lady. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we'll uh, get this out of the way first. Welcome back, uh, Doug and Monique. Nice. Yes. Yeah. And uh, joining us on the panel is, of course, Nicholas Dye. Yes. And for the first time, Mike Alonzo. Both of them, very, very dear friends of mine. And uh, like I said, I'm. Fuck like it, they're dear friends of the show now. So. Yes, I am. I am totally daily about how happy I am to have everybody. Yeah, shot, shot, I shot, just got given by that one. Years. Yes, <laughs> I know. Fifteen years isn't that insane? Holy crap! I know. You know, I just realized you and I are coming up on our tenth anniversary, Josh. Wow, isn't that like uh, Secret Lovers? Yeah. Oh, is it vodka? Paper anniversary. Okay, so, so write me a love letter. Okay. Where's my ring, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> hey, the, the the show was the ring. Yeah, okay. There you go. We'll, we'll go for the brandings next week. Oh, there you go. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, everybody's here. Mike, would you like to say a little bit about yourself? Uh, oh, yeah, right. how you stumbled yeah. across this stupidity that is Wait, everybody, 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 I'm Mike. <laughs> say, say, hi, my name's Mike. Hi, my name is Michael. <laughs> hi, Michael. Yeah. Hi, Michael. I'm a nowhere calling. I'm a nowhere something. <laughs> Sweet. I am nowhere. <laughs> yes, you are nowhere. Yes. I know we're nomad. <laughs> With the rest of us. Well, so, I've, I've known Phil for a long time, and I've loved, we did acting stuff together. Oh, and yeah. We, you know, geeked out every now and then, mm -hmm. especially, uh, he has a... Stronger love for Ghostbusters than I do. But oh, yeah. Certainly. I don't think there's anybody that has a strong no, love for no. But both no. Nick and Mike have introduced me to the Kingdom Come. I my favorite. dare you Sorry. find a bigger Ghostbusters fan. I am proud of this man. Thank okay. you so much. Well, well, on that same level, I, you will not find a probably a bigger Godzilla fan than you will than in myself. Oh, yeah. Uh, what Godzilla would like you, you know, you, you like Godzilla? Like I haven't seen it. Huh? Fuck you. Although I have been told <laughs> I didn't see it, but I, it's, if it's not Godzilla, I don't want to watch it. Do you know that it's going to be remade again? Yes, I do. Okay. Like Godzilla backwards, it's a dinosaur. It's just like a monster rebuilding a city, then moonwalking back into the ocean. I like that or version even better. That sounds like a love story. You ever see Final Wars? I love Final Wars. Oh, yeah. It's like an episode of Power Rangers done right. On track. Yes. It's amazing. Yes. I'm not meaning to get off target, but... Have you seen versions of Power Rangers out of Japan? Yes. It's like the most violent thing you'll ever freaking watch. I think on the 20th anniversary, they had Super Sentai footage where they had every single Power Ranger that had ever been on the show at war with each other. It was an insane battle. Oh, yeah. Look it up on YouTube. I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome. Battle Royale. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if I'm like, will this ever make it to America? Probably not. No. This is cool. You know? They made it through yeah. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So I've always wanted to be part of part of the podcast because you guys are awesome and everything. And and so uh, Mike, no, keep going, keep going. Listen, and Mike, Nick, I was like, I want to go. I'll just keep going. You're <laughs> going to right now. I was supposed to coming. You have no idea how much I have to hear this. What about me? What can I do? I am tearing up. I'm so flattered you both wanted to be here. Like yeah, I said, I well, I, I'm tickled. You know, like, like I had said before, when when I first when I first heard the podcast, you know, it was it was at your behest. You'd said, you know, hey, check us out. You know, give us a listen. All stuff. I said, all right, you know, that's cool. I, then I've gone, you know, way back theater, and I said, this okay. is going to be fantastic. You know, and then I heard the amazing talent that that Josh is as well. <laughs> and um, 
Uh, how's that hand job, by the way? <laughs> yeah, uh, it was still a little chafed, but good job. I was the one that said, I was the one that did not lube. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm not about, I actually like to go dry sometimes. You yeah. know, it's really nice and just, you know, the less clean up that way, you're not shooting back there. It's a different pace. And I just like to shoot wherever, so I don't have to bother cleaning it up. It can hit the wall. I'm just like, all right, see you later. Go back to work. Hey, it's the best thing. It's like Elmer's glue. It dries clear. <laughs> just don't get it in the hair. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. It, it used. So, yeah. So, we're oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's all weird. That's how, uh, that's how I got with the <laughs> so glad. I'm so glad there was, like, a disclaimer. It didn't cover any of this shit, but I'm also <laughs> glad there was. Oh, yeah. You know what's funny? It's now I got with the because my comic actually swung a lot better. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I, you know, I, when I told Michael about all this, it was, uh, it was just with complete adoration of you guys. And uh, I was... You know, he's I want to do this. I want to do this too. This is going to be awesome. And so here we are. So yeah. all right. So that um, being said, I so would, the, he uh, just cover your entire origin story towards nowhere. Do you have anything else to? No, I mean that, that's that's. Did you hear the horrible accident? You tried to avenge their deaths by coming to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know it. There it is. Yes, yeah. the I will avenge you. I'm fucking dirty. I'm fucking dirty. You know? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> For a man and a woman. I was going to say what the. Yeah, she's like, fuck? she's like, did you just exclude me? I don't think so. No, I included her in the wrong direction. Oh, whoops! So what does that say about him? Oh, God! But that being said, okay, I'm so glad oh, God doesn't listen to our California own fucks. Oh, so you know, we got a lot of people here. It's going to be an important subject, and from the disclaimer in front, it's going to be a touchy subject. It's going to be the debate: Does video games? Movies, violence, and those medias, and actually music and just media in general. Media in general. Does violence and media affect you? Affect you, the user, <clears throat> and turn you into the devil. Well, I wouldn't go really satanic on it. Oh, does it? <laughs> a sociopath or something? I wouldn't really go satanic on it. Well, baby, sometimes when people are flaming sociopaths, their minds come up with reasons for their deviant behavior. And I'm telling you this right and now. I'm your baby. excuse, Davey. And I'm telling you this right now. If a dog was fucking talking to me, I'd kill the damn dog and go. I need help. <laughs> a really funny story for for this. Uh, you got a talking dog story. My my grandfather, who uh, God rest his soul, he co-signed on my student loan for me to go to film school. Yeah. And his one rule was he told me he's all just I know there's a lot of crazy religions out there, so just just don't do anything. Just don't join any crazy cult or anything. <laughs> As like grandpa, if anybody tries to give me a slaughter a goat, I'll go away. I'm good. <laughs> I love that. It's not like you know, like watch stuff out there. There's people are going to take advantage of you. They're, you know, don't do drugs. Don't get caught up in that whole scene. It's watch out for them crazy religious folks. Yeah. <laughs> the video games. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess go around and ask the question first. Uh, video games. Do you guys think that it affects people's life? The violence in video games. So go full circle. Yeah, I oh. think it. Um, it's depending on who's watching the dumbass playing the game. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's all on the folks, the parents? Yeah, well, not on the parents. Even if you're a friend of a, some dude that's playing some violent-ass game and he kind of lo- looks a little off-kilter, it's usually like, okay, um, somebody needs to watch this dude. He's been playing Mortal Kombat a little too intently. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, me personally, I feel that, you know, it's not necessarily the parents and it's definitely not the video games or media. I think it's the individual that can be screwed up. But, you know... Um, you know, it's just like, you know, you, everybody's got that impulse or something like that. And they, <clears throat> it's really funny. Uh, I've seen, like, uh, studies. There were studies that were on the old uh, uh, NES about uh, was Zaxxon and Centipede. And they said, well, the people that played Zaxxon 
showed more aggression than the people that played Centipede. And I'm like, because it was a fucking hard ass game. Dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you ever played Zaxxon? Yeah. Come on. Put anybody. It's like okay, you're pl- and you're in the middle of playing Zaxxon. You keep getting your ass handed to you. You know, you can't make you know get the ship over the you know the mountain or whatever it is you're trying to do, mm-hmm. and you keep blowing up, of course, and then somebody puts a piece of paper in front of you saying, okay, take this survey. Oh, fuck you. Well, you want to hit STEM to games now. It's like, how many people haven't fucking wanted to throw their controller through the TV playing Mortal Kombat and trying to kill Shao Kahn? Oh, my God. Just play the Wii and it all just automatically do it because they don't put the wrist strap on. They'll just yeah. throw their controller <laughs> through the TV. Yeah, yeah dude. Oh, I want to guess upon the world every time fucking Shao Kahn smashed me in the head with that damn hammer. Oh, yeah, and then he mocks you. Oh, too easy. You suck. You suck. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. suck. You know, yeah, for me, it was, uh, you know, in the NES, it was it was the Battletoads. <clears throat> oh, God! Battletoads, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I actually mastered uh, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, so I can't go that way. Right. But Contra was designed to be almost an unbeatable game. Right. Those things would drive you batshit crazy, but not to the point where I would go out and say, No! You know, I'm going to smoke this motherfucker because yeah. I can't get past that damn alien queen. Right. You know? Yeah, but you never wanted to do that. No. I think that there is a, that, that there's a separate issue. Mm-hmm. There, there's the difference between an adult mm-hmm. being exposed to the violence in the video games and, you know... You're uh, once they're an adult, they're an adult. You're hoping that they've learned their lessons and they they learn apathy and they learn compassion and the whole bit, right. so that it doesn't affect them. Now, on the other side of it, with children watching the violent video games or being exposed to, or even their friends introducing them to some sort of a uh, some sort of violence, um, it's a completely different story. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you got me there. But we introduced violence to toddlers with some of their toys. Hit uh, this monkey. Yeah. Watch it make a sound. Right. Or, or squish this thing. Or you know, punch it in the face. We introduce it to such a young age that it's like they wake up. They just constantly like go into violence. And then like car- early cartoons. Yeah, it's a fox. It's a it's a cat and a mouse chasing each other. But at the same time, Tom and Jerry still fuck each other up. Yeah. yeah. But still, yeah. It kind yeah. of falls in the parents on that one because if the kid's right. smashing a monkey. <clears throat> A couple dozen times, and then goes over to their sister and looks at a ball peen hammer. And go. Oh. Well, okay. For instance, I have a six-year-old brother. He's okay. all boy, one hundred percent. He fights. He jumps. He. He's just all boy. Mm-hmm. Now, at that point, it's up to the parents to instill the. You don't do this to people. You don't. Exactly. For uh, he was playing mini ninjas, which I actually ended up deciding that I didn't want him playing it because I thought it was too violent. Because right. he turned around and he started to. Um, kill like the innocents in the game. He would just like try and kill the animals, or he would try and kill um, people that he didn't need to be killing. Right. They weren't yeah. they weren't the bad guys, mm-hmm. and it only took him a week to decide that that's what he wanted to do. It's not like it had been a long period of time that he was playing the game. So that's when we have to step in and go. You don't do that. Exactly. You're you're fighting the bad guys. You're just trying to protect. The innocent, you protect the people who can't protect themselves, and you know. Um, so yeah, there's just a, it's a it's a different it, there's different categories in it. There's different categories, but it's also a fine line. Well, also too, like um, I work retail, and I've lost count of how many times I've noticed parents just kind of buying the games for their kids, and you can tell by the parents' re- uh, like demeanor and stuff. It's basically going to be a leave me alone for two hours, play this fucking game. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah, and I didn't mention it to kids like when the parents seem like okay, they're gonna keep an eye on this kid. I'll mention to the kid like your rally switch is on, and they're like, what? 
unlike the reality switch. You know with this game your reality switch will be on, right? And he's like, uh... Oh, and then his parent understands what I'm talking about and is like, so you don't need that game. Yeah. 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 Now, sure. people try to say there's a difference between animated cartoon violence and human violence. Violence is violence. Yeah, oh, yeah. Violence. no matter how you slice it. Just because when, when Spongebob slaps Patrick, he doesn't break his proverbial nose and anything <laughs> like that and we have blood Patrick doesn't even have nose well, but yeah I understand what you mean it doesn't it doesn't matter there's still point that out we're going to bring the logic on this I'm sorry I can remember I can remember growing up in school and people are like where, you know some kid kicks another kid and it's like well I saw this person doing it or I saw this and it's like it's it comes down like double dragon yeah, completely right. animated, but you're still punching and kicking. Yeah, you're beating the shit out of people. And there are children's games aimed at this now, like Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah, those, mm. are, those are children characters, and they're fighting each other. And then they make kids' movies based on these things. And now anime is completely different. Oh, like, that's a different category. But that's yeah. not a video game thing, so I don't want to get off topic. Oh but, no, no. Uh, you know, there's like look at Mario, one of the most original child games there is, and the first time, the first. Five seconds of that game, you immediately start to uh, jump on a Koopa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're exposed to violence within the first five seconds of the game. Yeah, you got to fight in Goombas, right? You know? mm-hmm. And I, I think that's something that, that holds true. You with just about everything that kids are introduced to, whack a mole. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some of the in, you know inflatable from from my childhood where you would. Blow up the little uh, punch bag. Oh, I had wrestling ones. Oh yeah, I had wrestling punch bags. It was you know Godzilla or, or wrestling or you know whatever <laughs> Skeletor. Oh yeah. yeah, I think that's why I wasn't scared of clowns because I would just beat the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but clown. I, I think yeah. so. You know, and even when you go with the most basic of, of kids things, uh, like if you go with uh, you know like Beyblade, that became a big thing. Right. It's right. Still a battle between you know mm-hmm. you're still coming down to some. Some form of violence, one way, you know, shape or the other. Hot Wheels, you go do that route. You have, uh, you know, cars. It's designed that here's the crash track. Yeah. You know, and it, it's just this whole thing where there's some sort of violence that's introduced in one way, shape, or form. So I think a lot of it falls on the individual. But I do highly agree that the responsibility at the young age falls on the parents. Right. Right. But now, or even thing, the, I mean, or even the siblings, because right. I, I have three under underneath me, and if I. Gross. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awesome. I know, that was, that was the longest we've ever gone without <clears throat> making a dirty joke. Wait, oh, I had to break the monotony. That was like, oh, I, I was like, are we a fucking NPR podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? No, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you, you have three siblings. I have yeah. three siblings. Yeah. Um, you know, younger, younger. Gotcha. There we go. Bingo. Under. Her. And okay. if I, if my mom wasn't around and I saw them acting out in some way that I thought was inappropriate, I stepped in. You know, and it's just, it's. <clears throat> I actually talked about it on one of another, on the other podcasts. Um, the, the two marks? Right. Two marks and a shit. Facebook.com slash two marks and a shit. I played yeah. the shit out of nowhere on oh, the yeah. podcast, so. You can, you can mention it, it's not like. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, they always give me a fucking dirty look. Oh, every time you mention nowhere? Yeah, they're like, fuck, dude, plug well, something else. Hey, we've oh, been okay. plugging it for you lately. Uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, but anytime I saw them acting in a way that I thought was inappropriate, I would always step in, and it, it's. Titus said it, and I loved it, because mm-hmm. I love Christopher Titus. It, it takes a village to raise a kid. Yeah. It's not... And, and when he... But Dude. Yeah, I, I don't think a village necessarily means just the immediate community around someone right. anymore. It's an entire... The whole <clears throat> world just has to decide that kids are important, and we got to be careful. Well, you know, there is a right, right way and wrong way to handle yeah. things. And one thing that I thought was the wrong way... Did you guys ever see that commercial that they say, um, you know, where this... Um, this lady, she buys her uh, her son a video game, 
And, you know, it's like, oh, wow, Mom, you're really cool. And she goes, well, and then I start th started thinking, what made me so cool? What was in that video game that was so cool? So she went online, and there was something that looked up the ratings. Or yeah, that ratings board. She looked at that, and she goes, so uh, uh, then I found out that the game was not that cool. So I got rid of it. And that's when I stopped being cool mom and started being smart mom. And I'm like, but you're an Indian giver. You don't just <laughs> yeah. give them a video game and take it away. That's, that's what makes the sociopath out of a person. Well, I mean, but, you know, there's a, I didn't think that was handled well, the right way. I know, though. Yeah. The mom realizing after the fact is like, shit, I just wasted 59 bucks on something I don't want my kid playing. Oh, I know that. No, I see it, but at the same time, I'm like, do you really just snag it away like that? No, you talk to him, you tell him, you know what, yeah. I, look, I did my research, this is inappropriate. Because I so... Maybe when you get older, maybe, you know, something investment. like that. Yeah. I so wanted to see the aftermath. Well, you get PMs, you get the game back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as, uh, see another dirty I'm going to date myself a little bit here. No, no, no. As, um... That's as a, as Dennis a, Rodman married himself, so you'll be fine. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, uh, a little self-massage. I like what you did Dating. there. I like what you did there. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. I have I have three daughters. And I've only recently allowed my oldest, um, who, oh, here we go, happens to be 16. Mm -hmm. I started young, kids. Um, <laughs> not recommended. I started young. Yeah. Yes, so, yes, yes, I have a 16-year-old. Yes, uh, anyhow. Good on you. Basically, I just now allowed her to play Red Dead Redemption. Right. And um, I will allow her to play uh, Call of Duty with me. Okay. Uh, and that's fine. But that's because I know that she's she can differentiate. She's older. She's two years away from joining the army where she's going to get exposed to the most massive amount right. of violence. But you also said it right there, though, too. You're playing it with her. Yes. And he's You're paying there. attention enough to his child that he knows that she can differentiate between this and going out and pretending to shoot right. somebody else, you know, and then actually <clears throat> shooting somebody else. Yeah, you're a neighbor with a horse down the street. It's not going to exactly. be Exactly. We'll see, oddly enough with that, and, and, and this is... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm kind of going to give a shameless plug here to Red Dead Redemption. No, it's yeah. fine. Personally, I think it... I think it is the greatest video game that has been... Shameless does... Or, not shameless. Look. Red Dead Redemption does not endorse uh, Facebook.com. That's, That's right. It says no regret. No. You know, a lot of people go, well, that's just Grand Theft Auto in the Old West. It is not. Yes, you have the free running ability. Yes, you have you know the the guns and all, but that's kind of expected in a western. If, if there's actually some morals to your character, you know, as as John Marston, what what you're looking at in that one is you know there's the saloon girls and, and things that will try to solicit him, and he says flat out, I don't think my wife would approve that. I don't think you know that's mm. the whole goal of that is to get back to your family. Right. Whereas Grand Theft Auto is a free roaming. You're allowed to do whatever, whatever you want. Hot coffee. Yeah, you know. Hot coffee. <clears throat> and, you know, myself, I love the Grand Theft Auto games, but at this point, I would not allow my any of my children to pick up the Grand Theft Auto title. Most adults shouldn't be playing it. I right. still, we, I have never brought Grand, I'm the only one in my house who plays video games, besides mm -hmm. my now 18-year-old sister, and she started playing Halo with me when she was about 16. Um, but... <clears throat> You know, we play Connect and stuff like that, but as far as actually sitting down and doing like the fir the, the first-person shooter games or anything like that, um, I'm the one who brings those into the house. And I have right. responsibility, and I've never once even like considered to bring Grand Theft Auto well, there's a lot into to the say, house. <laughs> there's a lot to say about people that are at least actively involved. You know, and that's, right. that's what it is. Well, see, I come from a background where my, my mother was on drugs pretty much almost all my life, oh. you know, and my dad's never been there, mm -hmm. and... I think only in the formative years when I was younger, my uncle was the only one that helped to 
you know, establish that good guys beat bad guys. Okay? Right. Yeah. Good guys beat bad guys. G.I. <clears throat> Joe, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Watching He-Man when I was a kid. <laughs> you know, and but as I got older, you know, the the video games became really cool. Street Fighter, Double Dragon, then into Mortal Kombat. You know, right. and it to me, I got at least taught early on that the dichotomy between fantasy and reality there was a big difference that those two can't bleed you can you can dress up like a ninja turtle and play with your friends on the gym, jungle gym <laughs> right and get made up fun of as much as you can but right i didn't care as i got older as i got older you know like as mother became more entrenched into whatever what she was doing and i'm the oldest of six kids you know living off welfare in every environment mm. you could possibly think that wasn't bad right you know moving from house to house getting kicked out of this or that i've never wanted to have the urge to kill somebody right i played doom listening to prodigy music for the jilted generation yeah i yeah. turn off the music turn off the sound and just listen to the, the you know prodigy and just shoot everything i could but that's like, oh, yeah. you know, like, be like oh this is gonna be a sociopath and right you here think, you would think that because i mean you would think. i had i really didn't have a lot of friends that were around me you know when i was in junior high because mm-hmm. we moved so much yeah but i never had the urge to go out and go you know what that guy's taking me off i should shoot that guy yeah you know because earlier on it was my grandmother my 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 uncle who helped us to put together the formative thought that good guys win Yes. You're, it's going to be okay. So I don't have to, you know, like, there's a big separation between that. I'd go to a friend's house, we'd play Doom, and we'd play uh, James Bond 007 on four days. Yeah, I'll try and scream, oh, yeah. Golden Eye. Golden Eye. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And it was great, you know. And that, if that encouraged us to do anything, we got, we bought airsoft guns, we bought, uh, uh, what are they called? Paintball guns. Yeah. And actually, that was it. But then when we came home, it was cool, you know? Well, yeah. Actually, with the Golden Eye, it only encouraged insomnia. A little bit, yeah, yeah really. Oh, frustration though, trying to beat Baron Samedi whenever you try to run around that stupid freaking bubble or whatever. It, you know, even if you've never played the game Prototype 2, I know you gotta love the trailer, right? The oh, yeah. Johnny Cash? Uh-huh. My uh-huh. Friend. Oh, I love it. You know, when I saw it, I'm like, I wonder what Mike thinks of that. That's, that's pretty well, awesome. Like, as, as I was yeah. talking a little bit about, you know, how to separate those two, so too, I taught my younger siblings, you know, right. like, this is, this is how it is. You don't want to... You don't want to be the bad guy. You always want to be the good guy. You know? it, it was instilled. Do you it feel that the situation that you grew up in actually helped maybe curve you from taking any of that a little bit more seriously since you did have so many people underneath you? I think so because, like, I mean, I, got, I raised up on, on a lot of rock and roll, a lot oh. of heavy metal rock and roll, right. and a lot of rap music. That's all my cousins listened to. Mm-hmm. That's all that my best friend, my best friend, if I didn't go a day without getting bullied by him, <laughs> it wasn't a day, you know, because he was a jerk, and he was funny as hell whenever he did it. Oh, that's right. One of my boob sack lower than the other one. <laughs> it's true. It's it's the, left one. I'm the left one does. It used to be the right one, now it's the left Nick, one. Nick, how could you do that to me? God, you know what? That was too easy to make a joke. I just let it go. <laughs> 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 well, I'm just going to let you slide. I didn't grow up in a church family. We were Catholics growing up, you know, and then later on I found, you know, going to church on my own, but I still loved watching wrestling, you know, whenever we could. We had a backyard wrestling thing. We'd hit each other with chairs and <laughs> tables, and, you know, it was just crazy. But afterwards, we'd have a Bible study. Wow. I mean, because it, it, I know that's completely paradoxical. <laughs> <laughs> we learned Jesus with people with chairs and chairs. 
<laughs> he flipped over tables and got Jesus new stars. I've been healed. That just ends all our Jesus was a hardcore wrestler. I'll tell you right now. Oh, know? yeah. He flipped over tables and got pissed off at his daddy's house. That's In pretty. In the temple. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. He was, he, he was a hardcore. What the fuck? He yeah. me. <laughs> Grab a whip and chains and handcuffs and started to take people out of there. I learned new things from you guys. I really appreciate that. Let's have a buried alive match. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back in three days. Sweet <laughs> Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, where's the Undertaker? This became the greatest match in heaven. I'll make it two out of three falls. still win the WrestleMania. I'll make it two My whole life, I've yeah. been exposed to like, all those things in the kind of Fuck, pressure. would win. <laughs> in the kind of pressure cooker that everyone says that a person's supposed to be violent. But here I am, and here are all five of my siblings. Mm-hmm. I've been raised in that same culture, and none of us have killed anyone. We, yeah, I think I have a brother who has a DUI, you know, but oh, yeah. that's about it, you know. But, but, but human, you know, human beings, you know, we're capable of rising above. Yeah. You know, and that's right. the thing. Absolutely. Well, you look at, like, um, the school shootings. There we go. Oh, yeah. Nine times out of ten, they always pinpoint, oh, they always were on the computer. There was, there was always playing video games. They were always doing that. It's like, yeah, because they were socially inept. Well, yeah. and then how many times do you realize that they came from good families? Yeah, oh, yeah. Awesome. Those like handed everything. Yeah. Those like so, Columbine dudes. They were. I mean, one of them was. Oh, a, yeah. Was not just a practicing Lutheran. He was. I mean, confirmed a Lutheran. Right. right. And they're a very conservative wing of the Protestant Church. It's right. because I think, and and this may sound bad, but um, I think that growing up in in a situation kind of the way that you did, mm-hmm. that is reality. You know, going to bed hungry at night or mm-hmm. or. That almost made me cry. Um, <laughs> no, it's you know, true. <laughs> but I, you know, my family hasn't always been on the up and up, and we haven't always had the best financial, and you know, we've struggled and bounced from house to house and the whole bit. But when when you have something that's so real at such a young age, and, and knowing like financial trouble, or watching your dad get fired, or watching you know something like that happen, um, the the video games and the TV and the music, it's. You almost look at it as nonsense because it's mm-hmm. you know it's a release and it's fun right. and, and it makes you forget <clears throat> everything that's actually real and you know you kind of look at this and then you kind of escape reality. You, well, yeah, and well, choose that's what it is to go back See, to reality. You 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 hit it right on the nail. It's Out- a release, not a solution. Outlet, right? Yeah. That's and that is perfect. It, is, well, it was a way for us to escape from mm-hmm. reality. But it, as a solution to 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 ease off everything. Right. No, no, that, See, that doesn't. Why? Yeah, I don't even know if it's so much necessarily for, for me. I know it's mm-hmm. not so much of an, an outlet for anything that I have built up, you know, or whatever going on. Mm-hmm. But to step into the world of Skyrim, to step yeah. into the world of Grand Theft Auto, to do mm-hmm. these things is, to me, in in a sense, the same thing as sitting down and watching, uh, you know, the the Godfather. Or oh yeah, Scarface or something like that. It's a form of entertainment that allows me to be more interactive and more engaged. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where I'm at with it now, you know. Like like I was saying about the Red Dead Redemption thing. Right. I would half the time I would just sit on a ridge and watch a sunrise in that because of how well it was rendered. Yeah. I was like, oh my god! I loved playing Grand Theft Auto for the fact that, especially in um, the first one, uh, well, Grand Theft Auto Three. The second part of the, the whole game had this one highway. Yeah, I would sit there and listen to the radio 
and just drive it. And I, you know, I'm on sidewalk. I would be yeah. Yeah, I would be following the traffic laws. I'm like, oh, the red light. I've got to stop right now. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm not wasting gas. I used to do that on Need for Speed. Here's an aspect. Sorry. No, the same... Just the same idea. Yep. I used to do it for need, on Need for Speed. Mm-hmm. You know. I did that on Burger Time. <laughs> 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 Here's an aspect of games that no one has brought up. Okay. And a lot of these violent game stuff, we can create a character that looks exactly like us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So we can put ourselves in the game and kill people. Yeah, I like I I think they did that one Mortal Kombat game where you can create a combat person, but I think they threw it out. I want to say it was so coward. It was so coward. No deception. I think did it. Oh, deception did that. They had to create a combat, and then you could you could chain together. No, I I believe they did it for one combat. Yeah, it was it was one of the more recent ones. Not not the most recent. Not the most recent, but it was one of the either. Armageddon was that? Might have been Armageddon. You could design your own character, but I mean. I think that's a great point that you're bringing that up, that you can put yourself into a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and yet, uh, you know, like, I, I do some of the show prep, walking into this, uh, there was a study that was done. So they actually prepped for the show, fuck. A little bit. <laughs> I, got, I, just, I got a link. You know, <laughs> I remember you said that we had an Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing, you know, like, I, you hear they prepare like I do, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. But there was a... You uh, said do-do. There, <laughs> there was a... Uh, uh, congressional study that was done just this last year on the basis and, and following the the Sandy Hook tragedy, uh, mm-hmm. there was a, there was a whole study that was done on whether or not you know violence in video games and movies and things. So they, they, uh, Biden went out and met with the the heads of a lot of different you know entertainment fields and uh, spoke to a lot of different people about that. And it, it was actually found uh, the, the results that came out of this was even with these you know violent and uh, sometimes ultra violent video games that have <coughs> come out. Our actual national violence has decreased. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know, okay. And I'm not, I'm not linking that to video games. I'm just oh, saying no. that in relation, if we're going to try to, you know, correlate some sort of, you know, hey, look, this this game here, you know, uh, Grand Theft Auto makes me, you know, makes other people run out and become more violent. Yeah. There's really no ground for that, and I think yeah. that's oh. where it does come back. Well, there's no ground for these. It's either because people. It's kind of just political fodder, right? Yeah, it really. Oh no, it's just that you know. I don't I necessarily agree with that. Uh huh. I love that. It's just for me. We're fucking breaking up. Good day, man. And she shed in no tears. I say good day, man. Like it's it's good to hear that that violence is actually going down. Oh yeah. Awesome. However, look at the difference between the country now versus where it was in the 30s or where it was in the 40s. The more violence that you are um, introduced to or the more... I'll just leave it at that. The more violence that you're introduced to, the more desensitized you become, the more it becomes normal. The only reason we are having this conversation is because... Violence exists. Oh, it does, and, and it exists on a very, very large scale. Oh, yeah. Right. And every so, decade well, has its own inner well, I challenges. Think, I think right. it's it's always existed. I mean, I mean, little kids oh, yeah. would walk outside of the Coliseum and they want to be the gladiators. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, in the 30s and 40s. I mean, the 30s, yeah, it was a really sad time. What gladiators was going on in the 1930s? <laughs> no, 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 I'm no, talking no, about no, like, no, no, prohibition. No, 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 you take us about any chapter. You take about any chapter in the Bible, and it's violent. Tell me already, DC. Oh, it's it's I mean, I mean, the first big thing, of course, is that you know, there's 
Cain kills Abel. You know, right off the bat, you're going to get first, some evil. The first, the uh, yeah. first, you know, media violence. 40s, I mean, first media violence. First media violence. The media, media glorified. At that time, they actually did glorify guys like Capone. Uh, they you think it broke on TMZ? Cain kills Abel. Now we have mass media. Now it, it becomes right. more appalling to hear about these bad things. Yeah. But the the emphasis always is going to be that the solution is going to be have to that you have to teach them the difference. Yeah. Because bad news travels so fast today. Especially now. Now yeah. we're instantly, instantly oh, not up to date on yeah, yeah, notifications. You know, just as I'm holding up on my iPhone right now, I, I tell you, I get notifications constantly <laughs> of stuff that's going on. Right. You know, um, and that's good or, or, or you know, positive or negative. I mean, uh, I, when we went to see the Conan O'Brien show, I found out moments before he even announced it that J.J. Abrams was going to direct Star Wars. <laughs> on the same note, CNN and any of these other ones, I find out about tragedies all over the globe. And I think that was the difference between the 30s, 40s, things like that. Is the world wasn't as connected. Right. Not then. We still had to, you know, receive things. We looked to other people for information. And you still had kids running around at that time during wartime and whatnot. They were killing, you know, uh, you know, killing Jerry, the Germans, you know, going around shooting them up, you know, let's let us do that, playing guns out in the street. I'm cut us a little jab. And that, I, was <laughs> actual, that, that was an actual record that, right. that yeah. people would play to to uh, mm-hmm. everybody up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that, that was American propaganda. So I, I, I just think that's, little jab. You know, that's I, what it was. The, the point, I think, that you were... I might be so bold. I think the point that you're making is, is no, right. the more has... The more that the world has expanded and we're more connected and we see all these different things going on, I think all over the globe we're more desensitized to to violence and, and mm-hmm. things like that. We hear about tragedies all over the you know, but violence that a, going But isn't that a negative thing? We're, yeah, I, I, I completely agree with The whole thing is with that, the way the world's connected and everything like we did in that past episode talking about oh, the yeah. ethics in journalism and everything, that is a big issue with like the problems with like, oh, video game violence caused this, blah, blah, blah. A lot of like the news outlets and press media, they stoke that fire. Well, look, oh, let's yeah. let's look at this. It's all stuff, but no. Our country has been involved in a war for twelve years. Yeah, right. kids turn on the news and we see nothing. They always put the violent, ultraviolet stuff at the beginning of the news, yeah. and then they go into the weather and sports. Right. Yeah, yeah. But they, you hear, but you hear about yeah. these people were killed at war, or this man killed this woman, or this person with this. There's no point of watching the news. Yeah, it's like I basically yeah, I don't. Either. I watch the news because I go somebody died today. Right. Something happened, right. and Lindsay Lohan fucked up. Right. So I don't, watch, I, don't, I don't watch the fucking news because I don't. One, I just don't give a shit. Right. You know? yeah. And two, it's like it's all going to be the same thing. But kids will turn on the TV, and they're exposed to their. Okay, prime story. Go ahead. I stayed home from sick one day in the seventh grade, mm-hmm. and ironically, it was the same day as the Oklahoma City bombing. Right. I was homesick, and my mom and I were watching the news. I stayed homesick that day too. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Nice. You got me cold, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you got me cold. Why do you leave me? <laughs> we were um, struggling. It's, it's where was I going? Oh, sorry. so <laughs> I'm watching the news. <laughs> that, that, that's how the show is. We can start talking about the Oklahoma City bombing and then going to cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> I am cuddling. We were watching the news <laughs> and it oh, broke. The story broke. Yeah. Boom! Oklahoma City building, <laughs> you know, bombing <laughs> done. Thanks. They start that they start. They're saying like we have a live feed. Yeah, and they're like we are going to turn on the live feed, but we must warn you guys: this is a live feed. This isn't edited. We don't know what you are going to see. You'll never see that again. This was before the seven second rule, or now now it's eleven seconds. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, there was a um, 
highway chase where a dude killed yeah, himself yeah. on the highway. I was actually yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 killed himself on the highway. Yeah. But what I was going to say was, is we turn, we turn, it comes on, and you are just seeing people with arms blowing off, yeah. and pe- kids are crying, and EMTs are oh. just panicking, they're trying to do all this shit. It went about 25 seconds, and then they cut it off. Yeah. Well, that was like, a mistake. They're like, wow, we did not... We apologize. This is this is way too Ooh, much. I mean, why the fuck did you even bother with the twenty five? Because they're dumbasses. Yeah. Well, it's not like they're not in contact with people who are out there. Mm-hmm. What are you seeing? We're seeing body parts. Seeing some fucked up shit. Not mm-hmm. gonna put it on the air. Yeah, yeah. let's not show that. The media is very irresponsible sometimes. The, I, mean, the, 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 I was actually privy. I watched that. And this is gonna date me again here. The I watched How that. How old are you? <laughs> Either way, you look good for your age. Thank you. So yes. <laughs> I watched, oh, I actually watched on Twitter. Oh, uh, KCOP, Channel 13, actually uh, has stopped show, whenever there's a police chase. They will cut in. They were the network that fucked up on that one. Yeah, right, right. They were the network that fucked up, and they were the ones who also said, okay, from now on, what we're going to do is if there's a police chase that takes place somewhere between 2 and 5 p.m., we ain't covering we're it. not covering it. Mm-hmm. They will switch to programming for kids and things like that. Right. Basically, what happened was there's a gentleman who'd been screwed over by his HMO. He had HIV. And uh, he, big police chase, stopped on an overpass, tried to blow himself up. He spread a banner out, tried to blow himself up, and uh, all he managed to do was light the truck on fire, killed, killed his dog, gave himself burned, walked out nude on national TV, completely naked, had burned off his clothes, and he squatted down on the highway and put his face over a shotgun, pulled the trigger, and he watched a stream of blood just run across. Oh and they stayed with that feed the entire God. time. I am firmly, and, and I will say this without any remorse, the media is the number one fucking cause of these stupid killers that come out of places. Very fucking true. Oh, yeah. it glorifies, you know, I watched a report right after that that says, you know, if if there wasn't this coverage, if it didn't take you from being uh, a kid, you know, with, with issues or, you know, what... You know, a kid with uh, you know mental deficiencies or, or any anything like that, or you know, uh, homicidal tendencies or genocidal tendencies makes people any of that stuff. It, it would take him out of that you know that realm where he could go from being that to this glorified villain. I'm a badass. I want to hear this. I want to take the point of the mental deficiencies. Yes. Okay, okay, this yeah. is this is <clears> going to be a very uncomfortable subject for both myself and Monique mm-hmm. um, and Josh. I am a person who lives with mental illness. I have been diagnosed bipolar between one and two. Um, there's differences between, yeah. if you guys want to look them up, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a problem with that is, is I have a very, very severe case of detachment from reality. Mm-hmm. There are certain things I have to do to keep myself detached to reality. A lot, of them, a lot of them have to do with my relationship, my friendships, certain things like that. I have to keep myself attached to reality. Otherwise, I lose reality because I'll see things that aren't there. I'll hear things that aren't there. It's a very hard, it's a hard way to live. But... It does. It doesn't make me ever want to kill anybody. The, no, nothing happens to where I want to kill anybody, and I'm sick of all these media outlets and everything saying like the person, the person in mental illness, they shouldn't have been exposed to this sort of thing. They shouldn't have been allowed to do this. I have been shooting guns since I was nine years old, mm-hmm. and growing up with this mental disorder, I have never once gone, "Holy shit, I can kill somebody!" Or I, I never, I've never killed. I've killed two animals in my life. Both times they ran into my car. Right. I didn't hit them. They ran into my car. That's not a joke. No, I've never agree. killed an animal. I've never taken, except for like bugs. I've never yeah. taken, I've never even thought about taking a human life. I've never thought about even acting remotely violent to anybody. There's all, the only times I've ever been in school fights were when I got jumped and I was trying to defend myself. But not everybody with a mental disorder 
is thinking about violence. And a lot of these times, a lot of these people with these mental disorders are just looking for some sort of some sort of way to attach to reality. And they feel that, it, oh, if people pay attention to me and I become glorified, then I'll be, you know, it's reality. But it's mm -hmm. not always the case. And it's, it's almost very offensive to me that oh, yeah. coming from somebody who lives with this disorder <clears throat> every day, that I have to feel like something's wrong with me. Right. You know, just because the media said, uh, tries to put, this is the reason this happened. Right. Yeah. And it, it's not always the case. Yeah, and, and especially, it's, okay, let's let's take it further back. Yeah, like, if no. I was like 11 or 12, right. you know, we're dealing with this, and the media's like, people with this disorder are going to kill people. Da -da -da. I would start to feel so abnormal that I would be like, am I going to do this? Like, am I ever, like... Keep this other way away from me? Yeah, like, is this ever going to... Am I ever going to kill somebody? Like, what happens? What if I lose all attachment to reality? What if I slip? And then it would just it would give me paranoia and everything like that. But oh, yeah. I'm old enough now to know, you know, I am in control of my actions. I am in control of what I do. The sociopaths are the media. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very... And it's very hard. And I can't imagine what it's like for somebody who has a farther... Detachment, I think that's a word. Yeah, um, to reality than me. Like it's like I have I, I have a detachment for reality, but it's not as bad as some other people. Oh right. You know, I don't ever think. I, I imagine what it's like for somebody like that to go. They don't know if something's real or not, so they don't even bother if it's going to be alive or dead because they don't they don't particularly know. But these people are not the same. Not one person's mental illness is not the same as another person's mental illness. I mean, the biggest argument in the media about mental illness was this stupid fucking Dark Knight guy. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I'm Joker. That was you, know, you know he's not crazy. Yeah. He's methodical. He, he was very that He can get off on the crazy mm. argument. Yeah, he better not. He wasn't even being original. Yeah. He stole a villain that already existed. Copyright yeah. infringement. Yeah. Yeah, that's what DC should do. Yeah, yeah. We're going to sue you for a lot of money. We're going to give that money to the victims. That makes and then if he doesn't pay it, he goes to jail for lack of payment. So either way, that fucker's in jail. Sue him, WB. Put it out there right now. Yeah, that fucker's going down. But that's a prime example of somebody that wanted to use the mental illness card, right? And because he's like, oh no, I'm. Well, maybe if anybody uh, who might have a mental illness is thinking about uh, going out and making themselves very popular by killing a lot of people who are listening to this, hopefully not. Yeah. Oh, no, his fan base, but that's not the demographic we're aiming for. We do not encourage that. Right. No. I, uh, I have, I'm two degrees, or, or two two units, good lord. Oh, that's all right. Uh, away from getting my, uh, also have my, my law enforcement uh, uh, associate. Yeah. Also, and, um... <coughs> Basically, one of the things that I learned uh, is that when you take the insanity plea, you don't go free. Mm. Yeah, you go to a state institution for life, which are worse than jail sometimes. Yeah. Right, and you spend that time there until you're deemed fit to stand trial. Yeah, for you know what, and sometimes that'll pass the statute of limitations. But California and a few others have been radical enough to uh, incorporate laws now that say. This statute of limitations is uh, effectively placed on hold until you can possibly be re rehabilitated, and then you can be tried as an adult. You know, or, or not as an competent. adult, but as a competent, uh, or a competent citizen. citizen. Yeah. Later yeah. on, you know, so that way it kind of ensures that you're not going anywhere. Yeah. You are yeah. not going to be out. You know, you're be, hey, you're clean, bill of health now. So you know, march on out into society. Well, this barrage of badass went too long, so come back next week for a part two of this exciting episode. Facebook.com slash Network California.